Howdy friends, I am Link and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, and helping people become the most badass versions of themselves. I'm a former Division II athlete with a passion for making sure your fitness journey isn't a chore, but instead one of the best parts of your day. This podcast will be full of education and motivation so you can kick ass in the gym, kitchen, and your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. Today, we are doing a little kitchen makeover in today's episode. So if you're driving or if you're like in the gym or something while you're listening to this, be sure to play the episode back or kind of just take like a mental note because we are going to build out a little bit of a grocery list. So maybe this is something that you listen to the whole way through. And then as you are going to prep for your next grocery trip, maybe play it back. So you can kind of run through that quickly. Okay, so one of my favorite tools to stay consistent is to build out a list of staple items. These are going to be foods that you keep in the house literally at all times, food that will help you hit your nutrition goal with ease. So these may be things that like if you go to the grocery store every other week, these may be something that you stop midweek to pick up to make sure that you constantly have these in your house. Okay, and I'm going to go through what mine are. But these are like a must-have staple gold star item that is in your house literally at all times, okay? But before we get into that, I do want to challenge you to do a little spring cleaning, okay? I want you to go through your pantry, your fridge, your freezer, your cabinets, literally all of the things, okay? Get rid of anything that is expired, obviously, um, or just leftovers that you're probably not going to eat because I don't know about you, but when my fridge is cluttered, it just drives me nuts. Like, I feel like it's just super dirty all of the time. And I don't love that. So making sure that you're doing that little kitchen clean out, little spring cleaning will be very, very good for you. Okay. So let's dive into the staples. What we're going to do is we're going to break things down into a few different categories. So we have seven different categories. You could drop this down to six if you wanted to, but I'm going to go through them as if they're seven. Uh, number one, protein, two carbs, fat, fruit and veggies, snacks that are easy on the go, snacks that you plan to eat at home, and cravings. Okay, so as you can see there, five and six are both snack related. So if you want, you could combine them. I personally like to say a snack category, but then grab a variety of snacks. Okay, so we'll go through that a little bit more, but we are going to kick things off with protein. So I want you to think about your preferred protein sources. So friendly reminder, If you see certain people on social media or someone you went to high school with posting on Facebook about this like delicious recipe and they're super fit and they lost all this weight, congratulations, good for them, but don't feel the need to eat that if you don't want to, okay? Just a little friendly reminder. Um, But I want you to think about your preferred protein sources. For me, that looks like chicken, ground beef, um, ground turkey, ham, canned tuna, that kind of stuff. Um, Here and there, I'll mix in some fish like shrimp or salmon, crab. That's pretty much it when it comes to the fish in my household because I just don't really, I like it, but it's not my my absolute favorite. Um, But yeah, I want you to think about your preferred protein sources and think, like I, I encourage you to expand. Okay. Don't just think chicken, like maybe one week get chicken breast next week maybe you get chicken thighs another week maybe get ground chicken that kind of stuff um but yeah have some variety because then it makes it feel like you're not eating chicken every single day 
Okay. Um, I'm also very big on having like frozen chicken. So I will get the like just plain chicken breasts that are already frozen. Um, sometimes they're individually wrapped, which is always a beautiful thing. Um, or something like chicken nuggets. Like I will get popcorn chicken. I love popcorn chicken. It's so good. Um, but having stuff like that in the house, really, really convenient. Okay. So think about your different preferences when it comes to your protein sources. Okay. There are going to be things that overlap too. So these items are going to be like our gold star must have items. Okay. So something like dairy, uh, that's one that would be a protein and a fat or protein and carbs, that kind of stuff, or you'll have all three. Okay. So for example, you have something like non-fat cottage cheese or non-fat Greek yogurt, obviously no fat, just carbs and protein. Um, and as a lactose intolerant person, I can have the non-fat Greek yogurt because it's like strained a little bit more. So it doesn't have as much dairy in it. Um, a slice of American cheese could be like one gram of carb, but it'll have fat and protein. So I want you to put together a list of your preferred protein sources and make sure that you're including plenty of lean meats. That's the one thing that I do really push for is making sure that we have those lean meats. Think things like chicken, shrimp, um, 93, seven lean ground beef would be ideal. You have to go like 90, 10 or 85, 15. That's fine too. Uh, but the more lean, the better. Um, I've even found like 99, one lean ground Turkey. And that was, that was very, very clutch. We, a lot of times get our meat from a local, um, butcher or like meat locker, whatever they call it. Um, so we will go in and we'll just buy like a meat pack, whether it be the steak pack or just like an assorted meat pack. They're anywhere from like $250 to $400-ish, but we buy that and that will last us for months. So like, for example, both of those boxes that I mentioned come with 20 pounds of ground beef, 20 pounds, and it's individually packaged into one pound packaging, uh, which is amazing. We've also bought chicken from there, so we'll go in and we'll buy like 10 pounds of chicken breast at a time or 20 pounds. I think the last time we went, we got like 20 pounds of chicken breast. Um, we've gotten pork, steaks, all that kind of stuff from there. So that's super, super convenient if you have that option near you, because in my opinion, if you have the storage for it, why not stock up on the protein sources? That way you always have something, one. And two, we have found it to be a hell of a lot cheaper to do it that way. Um, now, obviously, I have, I've talked before about how I have chickens, so we fortunately have not been paying the expensive rate for, for eggs nowadays, but, um, making sure that we are getting the best bang for our buck is important to us. So we try to do that whenever possible. So if you have a butcher shop or meat locker or anything like that near you that you can take advantage of, I would do so. If not, maybe check out something like a Sam's club, a Costco, anything where you can buy things in bulk, Um, and you'll probably end up saving a little bit of money. So like I said, when we do our meat haul, we'll call it, we have meat sources for at least like three months. So we're we're good for a while. Um, but yeah, so next up we have our carbs. Okay. I want you to grab a mix of carbs. So we're going to grab things like rice, oats, bread, pasta, couscous, A lot of condiments are going to fall under fat or carbs, so you can include those here as well. Um, It is important to think of all of the little things that go into it. Um, Another one would be that would be like a crossover, like I said, would be the non-fat Greek yogurt. That's a carb source and a protein source. I count that more as protein, but 
you can kind of list it under both. Um, when it comes to the pasta, bonus points for like protein pasta or whole wheat pasta. I try to grab that whenever possible um, just because I enjoy having the little extra protein bump. That's always really, really helpful. And I don't think that there's much of a taste difference personally. Um, maybe if you are like a pasta guru, you will notice a difference. I personally don't care that much. So I will get like the Barilla protein pasta. I had the chickpea pasta, um, whole wheat pasta, all that kind of stuff. But making sure that you're also getting a variety of carbs too. Uh, one staple for us is definitely rice. So we always have rice in the house because it is, again, super, super easy. You can grab the individual cups or bags if you want to bring them to lunch and you don't feel like making a bunch in bulk. But the cheaper option would be to buy like a big bag or box of it, make a portion for at least like three or four days worth and just keep that in your fridge and scoop it out as you need to. Okay. So Next up, we have the fats. Okay, so now we want to go with healthier fats whenever possible. So we want to make sure we're not loading up on, you know, vegetable oil or four tablespoons of olive oil in our pan when we're cooking. Okay, try to use like a light amount of oil or even use a spray instead. Um, I just prefer the spray for convenience. I know not everybody loves that, but it works for me. So I run with it. Um, I want you to also grab some like avocados or some peanut butter, some nuts like, um, almonds or walnuts or cashews. I personally love, um, almonds. And I know that's like a diet culture, like joke, like the almond mom or whatever, where they only had like a handful of almonds because they were trying to lose weight. That ain't me. I will get like plain almonds. I'll get like the skinny dipped chocolate almonds because I just love those. Um, but having a variety there as well when it comes to the fats. Okay. Now to, to go kind of back on the carbs, another one that I have been loving recently or a couple that I've been loving recently, fruit snacks. So I will get like the Mott's like fruit snacks. They're 19 grams of carbs for one little pack. So that's clutch. If you need that little carb bump throughout the day, rice, crispy treats, love to eat those pre-workout or sour strips. You can have like four sour strips and they're 26 grams of carbs. So that's another one. If you need like a bump quick, um, you can grab something like that, like a little candy source or even like, um, like Gatorades and that kind of stuff too. will have, um, carbs to them. So you can count those if you do like to have those regularly. Okay. So we've talked protein, we've talked carbs, we've talked fat. Let's talk fruits and veggies. This is where I want you to load up. If you have the freezer space, load up. Okay. I want you to grab some fresh produce. I want you to grab some frozen produce, have a little bit of both. Okay. If you tend to let things go bad in your fridge, like I do grab a little bit more frozen than you do fresh. Um, but it is nice to have some fresh produce in the house as well, especially as the, like the weather's starting to get warmer. Um, I feel like the produce just gets better and better over the summer. And that's when I really load up on those fresh, on the fresh produce. Um, you can also keep like a little stash of canned fruits and veggies too. I always like to keep a stash of canned veggies on hand for like an emergency if I run out or if I'm making something like um, like chicken fried rice, then I will use canned veggies instead of fresh or frozen veggies in that moment. I've used canned veggies like canned corn in my tacos. Um, I pretty much always have a can of diced tomatoes on hand because you can just throw it in so many things. So it's another convenient one. Um, but I definitely encourage you to grab some frozen veggies, grab some frozen fruit, 
These are just super, super convenient when we're busy, but then enjoying some fresh fruit is good for the soul. If you know what I'm saying, it's just so good for you. So I love a nice bowl of fruit on like a sunny day. It really just hits the damn spot. So definitely want to make sure you pick up some fruits and veggies. Um, maybe a nice little trip to the farmer's market is in order. I feel like that's just like a, that's a vibe. Like that's a feel good moment. Okay. So grab yourself some fruits and veggies. Next we have snacks. Okay. So first we're going to dive into snacks on the go, and then we're going to dive into snacks for at home. Okay. So like I said, you can break this into two different categories. You can have it as one with like a part A, part B, or part one, part two, however you want to do it. So first, we have snacks on the go. Protein bars, protein shakes, beef jerky, snack sticks, rice cakes, fruit snacks. Like I said, easy carb source, Uncrustables, really anything that can be tossed in a bag or a lunchbox without needing to be reheated is a staple snack for on the go. Now here, this is where I like to have a variety. So if I go back through that list, we have protein bars, protein shakes, beef jerky, snack sticks. Those are all protein sources. Like they are solid, high protein. Careful with the protein bars and even some of the protein shakes because sometimes they'll be like, oh, high protein. And it's like 10 grams of protein and 15 grams of fat. Like, no, that's not that's not what we're looking for here. Okay. Um, so make sure we're, we're reading the labels, not just the marketing little blurbs thrown out on the front of the packaging. Okay. Um, but so those are going to be your protein sources. Now some carb sources for your snacks. That's where we have the rice cakes, the fruit snacks, stuff like that. Uncrustables are interesting because they're is obviously like there's carbs, there's fat from the peanut butter, there's carbs from the jelly. Like it's just, I would consider that like a mix of mainly carbs and fat. Um, I believe there's like a little bit of protein in Uncrustables, but they're another one that's super, super easy as like a snack. I don't recommend those as like your lunch, but they could be used in your lunch if you're doing something like an adult lunchable style where it's like a couple smaller snack items combined to make a meal, however you want to do that. But um, that's what we're looking for for snacks on the go. Okay, so anything that's quick, easy, can toss in a bag, doesn't need reheated, and making sure that as you're making that list, you're adding in things that are a protein source or a, a carb source. You're going to have fat and probably any of those, like even the protein sources are going to have a fat to them as well. Um, so grab those protein shake wise. I personally really like the fair life shakes. I just, it's not the core power one. It's the other one. I forget what they're called, but those are the ones that I always kind of gravitate to. I bring them on vacations if we're driving that kind of stuff because they're great for in the car. Um, and they're great for if you're out and about, you need to just kind of throw them in a, in a lunchbox and go super clutch. So snacks for at home, this is where I like to list things like yogurt, granola, applesauce, chocolate chips, popcorn, like all that kind of stuff. So most of the time I prefer to buy the large containers of yogurt and then I pull out what I need day to day instead of using the individual cups. Sometimes I just find this easier. This is just what works for me. So you do not need to do this, but I have found this to be more beneficial for the way that I go about my macros. Um, If you are 
more about making sure that it's just quick and convenient and you just would rather have the cup already prepared and not have to think about it. That's totally fine too. Um, I, but I know for me, like sometimes I'll do like 200 grams of yogurt. Other times I'm doing like 50 to hundred grams of yogurt. So personally, I just like to have that flexibility to choose the amount. And then I basically, the way I use it is like my yogurt is like my staple snack. And then I have other things that complement the yogurt. Okay. Because I'll tell you what, as a new mom, a business owner who works from home, it's a lot at once. So sometimes it's one of those moments where I really do need something that's like loaded. I only have like one to two snacks a day where prior to having a baby, I probably was eating two, three, four snacks a day just because I could, where now some of my snack times are spent either feeding him, playing with him, changing his diaper, all that kind of stuff. So um, making sure that I have something that helps me in this current phase of life. So a little side note here, but be flexible with yourself. Fine. Try different things. Find what works best for you um, because it may be a tool that you can utilize down the road. Okay. So now finally, we are going to talk cravings. Yes. I want you to keep your cravings in the house. Okay. I do not want you to toss them all because when we do that, that's when we start to feel restricted. The cravings get worse then when we do have the opportunity to eat that food, we tend to go overboard and then we don't feel so good, right? We eat more than we want to and then we feel like dookie afterwards, okay? So instead, we're going to keep our cravings close by. This is something that I do. Um, I have my clients do this. I encourage everybody to do this, okay? Because the goal here is that we are going to satisfy that craving and keep moving forward. It's something that we can implement into our life on the daily if we want to. Like you can have chocolate chips every single day if you enjoy chocolate. That's all you, okay? I throw it in my yogurt bowl all of the time. Um, But here's the thing. When we try to restrict these things, it continues to build. So like Monday, the craving's there, but it's not too bad. Then by Wednesday, we're like, damn, I really want that. And then by Friday, we're literally at the like, fuck it mentality. And we go all in, we overindulge, we feel like shit. And then we feel like we need to start fresh on Monday. Well, let's avoid that, right? Let's let's not even let ourselves get to that point. And we're not going to get there by restricting. We're going to get there by satisfying the craving and then continuing to move forward. Because I'll tell you what, whenever I start to crave chocolate or if I have whatever the craving is, if I satisfy that craving a couple days, I typically don't have that craving anymore. Like it, it's satisfied, it goes away. I don't feel like, oh my God, I really, really want that. That's win number one. Win number two is when you're having it day to day, you're actually teaching yourself control because you're going to have that temptation to like, "Mm, I'm just going to have a little bit extra. Okay, well, control it. Know that you're going to have it tomorrow. So it's not a really big deal. And number three with this um, is when we are trying to restrict foods in a phase of, you know, fat loss or we're looking to achieve a certain goal at a certain time and we start restricting that food, you're already setting yourself up to fail because this process that you're going through is not sustainable. Where if we go with a much more sustainable approach, like incorporating the foods that we love, incorporating those cravings that we tend to have, three, four, five, six years down the road, you're going to be able to maintain results because you'll have been able to find ways to incorporate the things that you enjoy eating without restriction, without overindulging, like we found that happy spot in the middle and that's what's sustainable. Okay. 
So the goal here is to satisfy that craving and then keep moving forward. I've said it a thousand times, but I am all about elevating your life. I elevate my own life. I find ways to make my life, the foods that I eat, better. That's that. Okay, so how can you elevate the meals that you're already eating? Like I said, for me, it's adding those chocolate chips or a drizzle of chocolate syrup to my yogurt bowl. That's it. Sometimes it's having chips and dip as a snack. Or like I said earlier, keeping that popcorn chicken or frozen french fries in the freezer. Keeping them handy so I can mix them in with different things. Okay, Um, I've had times where if I have a little bit of leftover rice from dinner, and some leftover veggies, I don't have a protein source, great, let me throw some popcorn chicken in the oven quick, or in the air fryer, or in the microwave, however you want to do it, and eat that for my lunch, and it satisfies a craving, because that's something that I have control over, I'm balancing things, and it's, an, it's a sustainable approach for me, okay, restriction is never the answer, okay, so like I said, if you weren't able to jot all of this down, I know it was a lot, be sure to come back and re-listen to this episode so you can jot down some different ideas for your grocery list. Um, another tip is to create a note in your phone with your staple grocery items. So when you run out, you can quickly just like uncheck that bubble and make sure that you don't miss anything on your next trip to the grocery store. If you live with a significant other, a friend, your family, whatever, it can be really, really helpful to have like a shared grocery list. So um, if you go into your phone notes, you can share that note with somebody else. You can both edit it. So if someone runs out of something, it's not solely on that one person to remember to grab it. You can just throw that on the grocery list, um, on your, on your shared grocery list. This is what Drew and I do. And it's been really, really helpful. Um, another good thing to do is if you are going, like we try to go bi-weekly for our grocery trips. Sometimes it ends up being like three weeks before we hit the grocery store just because of our schedule. So Having that shared grocery list is helpful because then I can just go in quick, order a grocery pickup. Either I'll go grab it in the morning or Drew will grab it on his way home from work. And it makes it really, really convenient to make sure that we constantly have those staple items in the house. Okay, so please simplify your nutrition. Things will be so much easier, so much more smooth and enjoyable. So if you need help with your nutrition, be sure to click down below in the show notes to apply to work together so we can get you on the right track. All right, my friend, I will catch you in the next episode. 